Hi again friends, brothers and sisters. Hope you're all doing well. It hasn't been long since my last post, but I wanted to share something with you, some important aspect of truth, that we all need to know and be keenly aware of. I was driving out of our neighborhood very early in the morning on my way to work and found it hard to see through the windshield in the dark, so I turned on the defroster. As I continued on carefully, there was a street light ahead which made the frosty windshield even more difficult to see out of. I said to myself, I don't need the light of the street lamp. The spirit corrected me immediately saying, you need the light, what you don't need is artificial light. Artificial light is false truth. That is what sounds right, but isn't. That is the world. That is our own reasoning. That is Satan. When we are driving at night and we see light from a street lamp illuminating a tree, we know it's not real light, it just doesn't look the same. When we watch the news and see a reporter on the scene, we know the light isn't real because the subject has an unrealistic sort of outline around them from the light box that is being used to give added illumination and clarity. We only recognize false light because we know what the sun looks like and we see its light all the time. Because of knowing and being familiar with what the genuine is and looks like, we can easily tell the counterfeit or the substitute. But can we do that with the truth, the light of God's holy word, in a day, an age, and a time where so many claims of light and truth abound? Not if we don't know the genuine truth, the only truth, the Bible. 2 Corinthians 11, 13-15 are verses which, if nothing else, should make us realize just how urgent it is to authenticate what it is we are letting into our hearts and minds. Truth is eternal. Truth is left standing when everything else falls. Truth is faithful, genuine, pure and trustworthy. It is revelatory. It can be tested experientially and can be found reliable time and time again, which is objective, not subjective. It does not change, nor does it need to because it is from God, and He is perfect, His Word and truth do not need to change. God Almighty, the one and only living God Jesus Christ, is light and truth. Since we come into this world already marred by an inherited sinful nature, and we see and live in a world full of sin, it is normal for us to see the shades and hues of grey and think it is light. It is all around us every day and that is all we know. It is all we have ever known. We don't even question it. So until we encounter truth and accept it for what it is, and it should be obvious, even if it doesn't seem to make sense at first, because it stands in stark contrast to all else, we will never know otherwise. Darkness is part of the human soul and experience since sin separates us from the light of God, the light of Jesus Christ and the light of the Holy Spirit. Until the light pierces it, exposes it, and we are attracted to it, and walk in it, nothing will change. All the counterfeits in the world will be impossible, without the light to detect because we are darkness, living in and among darkness, and even the variations of darkness the world offers and tries to pass off as sound, from off-white all the way to charcoal gray, are still impure and still fall short of God's infinite and eternal glory. 2 Corinthians 11, 13-15 shines light on this. Its words say, For such men are false prophets, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants, also, disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. Even if one does not recognize the Lord and follow Him, He is the light of the world. He is a lamp for our feet and a light unto our path. Those who do not follow Him won't admit they are walking around in the darkness. So, whatever they consider to be light for them is artificial and counterfeit. Isaiah 9-2, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. John 3, 19-21, And this is the judgment, the light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, 
lest his deeds should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his deeds have been carried out in God. 1 John 1, 5, This is the message that we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Psalm 27, 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold, refuge, of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? Matthew 7, 24-27, Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house, life, on the rock, Jesus. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, life, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock, Jesus. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house, life, on the sand, anything else you trust in. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, life, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. The Lord gave His budding prophet by the name of Isaiah a rare, exquisite, and incomparable vision of His dwelling place, His light and holiness. The scene viewed by a man of God is described in Isaiah 6, 1-7, In the year that King Uzziah died I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of His robe filled the temple. Above Him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings, with two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me! For I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. We are born into this world, before ever having done anything good or bad, with a sinful nature. We have choice and a conscience to steer us in the right way, but it is this inherent, stained essence within that gives us a propensity to do evil, rather than what is good and pleasing to God. I say this to help you understand that you are born, not created, into darkness you were created to be children of light. Since entering this world we are only accustomed to being in the dark. It is not totally without light, because it is the Lord's and it is not totally dark as is hell. But the devil is called the God, small g, of this world temporarily because of sin. The more sin spoken and lived out in deeds, the more influence Satan has. Again, I explain this for your awareness and knowledge and benefit, and for you to now see that you came into this world stained, you live in a world that is stained and, by your ungodly actions, contribute to it being further stained. Additionally, and the point I am belaboring and purposefully trying to drive home, is that with all of this in mind, you are only used to hues and gradations of darkness. Even those of us who have by the Lord Jesus Christ's amazing love, willingness and obedience to the Father and His glorious and merciful plan of redemption, been cleansed and unstained by His precious blood, still live in this world totally aware of the darkness all around us. You can look and read in the book of the prophet Ezekiel 1 4-28 and again in the testimony of Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, 2-7 also, but I believe Isaiah's account is best because it is his words which capture the vast disparity between the sin-engulfed life and world which is all we are accustomed to and the splendor purity majesty and holy grandeur of heaven. Isaiah did have a saving relationship with Almighty God, they were not strangers. Isaiah knew what it meant to hear from the Lord and, as such, was sent to tell others what Yahweh wanted mankind to know. Yet even this prophet, this holy man, this man of God uttered these words after only a glimpse of the magnificence of God's all-encompassing light, purity and holiness. He exclaims, Woe is me! For I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, 
for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah 6, 5. And in verse 3 of the same passage, even the angels who worship God day and night and are in His presence 24-7 still find cause to proclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of His glory. So what are we to do? Are you still compelled to trudge on in the darkness? Are you not beckoned and drawn to this wonderful gift of light and love? You do not have to feel or be chained by the darkness, for the light and love and power of Jesus Christ is stronger than any force of evil in the seen or unseen realm. Yes, our enemy is formidable, but Jesus is King and He is Sovereign, and He has all authority in heaven and on earth. Jesus can and will and wants to set you free. But the bonds of sin must be broken off of you. Sin is what keeps you in the kingdom of darkness, while being redeemed, born again and cleansed by the Savior's blood is what releases you from those shackles and allows you entrance forever into the kingdom of light. Praise His holy name. He is good. There is none like Him. He is all-knowing, He is already aware of your sins, even the secret ones so confess them to Him, He is present everywhere, there is no place where He cannot see or reach you, and He is all-powerful, there is nothing impossible for Him, He is faithful and trustworthy. Do not continue to be fooled or enticed or deceived by the many artificial light sources in the world. Come to the Master. Read His Word and His alone, everything else is counterfeit. No New Age, no Yoga, no Mormonism, no Islam, no Jehovah's Witness, no Catholicism, I was one for many years, I am sympathetic, no Scientology, no Christian Science, no Evolution, no Movements, no Politics, no Oprah, no Buddhism, no Communism, no Emergent Church, quite deceitful and spiritually deadly, no shallow or weak churches which offer weak foundations and do not produce maturing believers, no atheism, no agnosticism, no relativism, no secular humanism and on and on and on. Satan often succeeds by confusing the seeker and believer alike with potions consisting of a teaspoon of truth, taken from the Bible, for credibility, a dash of the name of God or Jesus, and mixed, and diluted with, a generous amount of full-blown lie broth put forth, among other things, as reasoning. This was the strategy that was employed from the beginning and which worked so well against Eve and Adam. Please come to the true light. God give you grace and wisdom and discernment in abundance, and the courage to make the right choice.